0: Hello and welcome to the Race FF podcast. I am your host Jaime Garcia and coming back we have uh, I mean I I am so lucky to have uh, met this person for the first time over at Nationals over in Laguna Seca and I'm so happy to have him back on before Nationals before the storm. It's essentially the calm before the storm and of course, we're talking about the person who honestly is favored to win nationals, uh, mainly because he won it the most recent. And of course, I'm talking about Jonathan Baker. Jonathan, national hey, how's champ. Going, man? Thank you for coming on. Thank you for taking the time. I know you guys are, everybody who's uh, going to nationals is uh, just fine doing the little final preparations for for nationals and it's uh really exciting
1: yeah yeah i'm glad to be here um still working hard on our program got a test event next week but um oh yeah okay. we're, we're working hard to uh make sure we're all ready for the event which is now uh not i guess in two weeks from now we'll be doing the qualifying race today so we're, we're getting right. really close
0: Yeah, that two weeks from now will be on September 9th, will be the Quali race. So, yeah, um, that is incredibly exciting. Um, I am planning on doubling my efforts. Uh, So, much like last year, um, in terms of doing like a live race uh, broadcast with like video from cars, and of course, you're one of the ones that I want to stick, like, a GoPro in or something to get video on uh, from from what we did last year. So hopefully that's still a possibility. I don't know. Sure. Um, yeah. But, yeah, um, I'm planning to, to do that for the Quali race and for the actual main race on Sunday. So, yeah. Sounds good. Um, I know also for a lot of people that have ordered the shirts dude they've gone over so well a lot of people have uh, really been positive about it and you know I-, I think the artist did an amazing job in getting the likeness of all of your guys's cars and specifically yours I-, I was really happy with how it came out so yeah me too. Yeah, I mean, knowing that I had kind of the vote of confidence from everybody who was featured on there made me feel really good. And knowing that you, you want ones uh, for your parents, it, it makes me feel really awesome too. Yeah. So, um, obviously, this uh, nationals, you're not gonna have to drive all the way from uh, coast to oh coast. My gosh. Yeah. <laughs> So it's going to be, how long of a tow for you? Oh, it's not bad. Um, even in the RV, I
1: think with a couple of gas stops and food stop, it was seven hours last, last oh. month to go up there. So it's yeah. it's much better than the uh, 48 hours in motion <laughs> going all the way across the country to Laguna Seca, which was an amazing experience. But yeah. Driving all that way by myself, sleeping in the back of the truck, mm-hmm. that and then getting there and not having a whole lot of room to, mm-hmm. to operate from. Yeah, it was um, very different than I think what we'll experience this year with you know, RV and power, and stuff like that. It'll be, this is much more of like a, a home feeling race for us.
0: Yeah. And I mean, even though um, you were pretty much the only person from the mid Atlantic region, now at this event, you're going to have, I think, at least two other. Um, mid atlantic racers uh, coming out there so it looks like you will have uh, Brent Bauer um, Ben Linfield and Nav will be there oh yes there we go Nevin das yeah so yeah it, you're you're gonna be amongst friends um, you're not gonna be alone there uh, obviously you did have uh, Carlos and I um, there packing yes, you I up did. so yeah and you know the I I haven't been to Pitt's uh, race, but I imagine that the pavement to get to the track was going to be a little bit smoother than what you experienced Oh yeah, Jeez. yeah. Uh, for those that don't know, um, poor uh, Baker was on a hill that's essentially like a camping ground. So imagine a camping ground and now you're driving a race car with a splitter and everything ready to go. And you drive, like, what it, I imagine that it's got to be, like, about, I might be exaggerating, but a mile and a half away from the track that you guys had to drive?
1: I remember we had to leave 15 minutes early if we wanted (laughs) to be, you know, there in time for the five-minute call. So, I mean, it was was probably about a mile.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah it, it, it was it was wild <laughs> to see your yeah. guys's cars race uh drive through there and kind of like high center in certain parts and it's just like yeah. that's that's wild so i'm happy that you you will not have to deal with that uh um, at pit race hopefully too. five minute five minutes before the five minute call
1: <laughs> yeah, i mean yeah i think that'll be conservative we, we have a good spot i think mm-hmm. this time around so we'll see uh how close we are to grid but definitely not the same kind of concerns as I had out in Laguna Seca.
0: <laughs> yeah. So where is you going to, where are you going to be pitted Do, have they given out the spots yet? Cause I just looked up on the website and it didn't really show me, um, anything there in terms of assignments.
1: Um, I honestly don't know. I was on a wait list to get power and i got it i haven't seen exactly where it is yet that'll be kind of probably like when i go to print everything out i'll Mm. talk to harry and see where we actually ended up
0: okay yeah because i'm looking the thing in here it looks like yeah i I mean i don't know that area very well and i remember listening to uh khan and um Bill from Garage Heroes and Training talking about it, um, the RV-powered spots, so those are going to be kind of a close commodity or, you know, something going to be highly sought after, so I imagine all of those are completely sold Hot out. commodity. Yeah. There we go. That's the phrase oh, yeah. I was looking for. Uh, the garages are essentially a roll of uh, of the dice from what I've uh, been understanding in terms of how they've been uh, like given out or doled out some sort of raffle so yeah it's interesting so you're in a closer um field are you gonna have the same people helping you out uh that went to laguna for this event
1: no i've got um let's see well one of them is the same
0: mm-hmm. then
1: i've got um two new guys as well so it should be three of us there um mm-hmm. so yeah I, I think it'll be uh, a good crew they've been working with me all year Awesome. Um, so i feel like we're, we're coming in very different last year was i mean i i put in that type r swap after racing a b16 um mm-hmm. in two races and before that we had two other combos in and i mean we're talking like all this happened in july and august i think i i used maybe you know five head gaskets in about five weeks <laughs> um but, and I was like not blowing anything up. It was just a lot of swaps and then going to the dyno. And then two days later, mm-hmm. um, driving all the way out across the country. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know I mean? The first laps that we put on the car were literally, um, in the practice session of Laguna Seca. Yeah. So it was, um, very different than than what's going to happen this year where we've kind of been running a program, not a lot of changes, mm-hmm. uh, The crew has been pretty consistent throughout the year and uh, obviously the track's a lot closer. So I'm, I'm hoping despite it being more comfortable, um, you know, hopefully we have a similar result to what happened last
0: year. Yeah. And I mean, and with all due respect to everybody who's out there competing um, look, everyone's going out there to win. Um, I don't think anybody that we've mentioned or that are even featured on the shirt that, um, I would be surprised that aren't going to be putting the maximum effort in. Yeah, it's it's going to be um, kind of a big effort by everybody, but also, like, for you, this is going to be very different because at Laguna, that was the first time you've ever won a national championship, and you've had a lot of opportunities to get that done, but it just, for whatever reason, didn't fall through. Now, this is the first time you're going to be going in there as a national champion, hoping to do it back-to-back. That's got to put a lot more stress on you, I would imagine, or does it not put any stress on you?
1: I mean, I'll be honest, I'm probably less stressed, Hmm. and it's not just because of where the program is, but, um, I mean, last year meant a lot. I think I said that a lot last (laughs) year, um, and... Now that I've gotten my my one championship, I feel like, I mean, not that like my life is complete, but, um, you know, having to defend the title is a big challenge. But mm-hmm. I really feel like this is an all new challenge as well. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like like what you're saying. Last year Scott and I both came in. There was going to be a new national champion, mm-hmm. whereas now it's more defending what I've got against a bunch of other people that are looking for their first national championship.
0: That is Um, true. I mean, uh, all of the other people that have been uh, featured on there um, on the shirt and are going to be, you know, as you and I have uh, talked about, podium contenders um, are looking for their first uh, championship and kind of aligning with you a little bit um, with Scott Adams, um, you know, fighting for a national championship that he wasn't able to get through, but still was able to put a car on podium. So, I mean, and looking at, at, at the previous race, the like pre-nationals uh, uh, that happened, um, you did really well and it shows your program is serious and you have, you know, a good um, idea of what you're going to do and, um, you know, you are because of that. Uh, one of the favorite ones to win. Yeah.
1: I mean, we've, we've, the, the day I came home from that, what I really wanted to be thinking about was what does it take to do this again? Yeah. Um, and, and that's what I've spent, you know, the last 350 something days doing is figuring that out and really maximizing the car, all those little things that, mm-hmm. you know, shouldn't matter, but may and cleaning up all the little, um, Kind of items that allow you to run the program more, documenting even more things, adding more data features to the car. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think that that all makes a difference in the end. And based on how we've done this year, um, I really feel like it has. I mean, a lot of the guys were at Nashville. Sorry, we're at that pit race event that I was worried about. And um, yeah, like you said, we had a we had a real good showing there. The car did great. Did mm-hmm. did better than we expected. Um, But, you know, it's, it's an all new race in two weeks. And I know that those guys didn't leave, um, after seeing that and say, oh, well, I'm, I'm content getting second or third or whatever, you know, they're, they're, they're going to say, what's it take to, to catch up Mm -hmm. and, and knowing that we have done similar things to try to get the car, you know, a little bit faster, Mm -hmm. look at data, try to find extra time that we'll look into when we get there. So. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not going into this lightly. Thinking I've got it in the bag, I definitely do not. Um, I think there's, you know, at least six people that are on our list of potential guys that are going to be right there. And you know, if it rains or I make a mistake and go off, or we have a problem with the car, I think we're in serious trouble.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, again, not to. Th- minimize what happened in Laguna Seca because, again, it was a hard battle and given that yellow flag in there, it really, I, I think, we both agree, gave uh, Scott Adams a real shot to kind of reinsert himself because for the, for the first half of the race, let's be honest, you checked out and, you know, that that was pretty awesome seeing that uh, fight at the turn one and I, I think at pit race is going to be kind of a combination of a fight for uh turn one, but also the quality race is going to be very critical because like you said, you have six, you know, determined racers ready to pounce. They could all be in the podi- podium. If one, uh, if one or the other, uh, drops out and in Laguna, I mean, sorry to say, but outside of, um, you know, Alex and um and Scott Adams. I mean Bird was also there, but that's just three. Like and now you have six and it's oof. Luckily this isn't uh Daytona where uh teamwork could uh play in or maybe Yeah, no, it
1: it maybe it, it, it doesn't play no. No, it's all the turns are or sorry, the the straightaways are very broken up with turns. Mm-hmm. You you gotta there's a lot of areas where you do gotta kinda Mm -hmm. straighten up and and go single file through there or you're just going to go so slow
0: yeah yeah and uh, of course one of the things that really got on my radar was seeing what i know is your favorite car for uh h2 which was the s2000 being driven none other by a good friend of yours at least that's how he describes himself jeremy lucas yeah we are um driving out there. Now now he was saying he's looking to like maybe make some rules changes so that he could get the car more competitive with you guys cuz he feels like there's not enough performance in the S2000 for pit race. So like me, maybe maybe the S two thousand needs a little help, uh, according to him. But I don't know how you feel about that.
1: <laughs> uh, I remember getting my ass kicked by Nick when he had that thing. So, I I don't know. You know, that's the the wild card is is the driver and all mm-hmm. of this stuff. You mm-hmm. know, um, comparing the data sort of helps, but you know it definitely depends on how you drive and how you set the car up. I mean, I I can make very minor adjustments in the car and it makes enormous changes Mm -hmm. in the lap time. And one of them, you could say, Oh, this car needs a lot of help. And the other one, you're going to say, man, this car is uh, unbeatable. Exactly. So I, I, I I don't know how everyone else sets their stuff up and Mm -hmm. why certain people are doing well and others aren't. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm a good friend of Jeremy. We've, uh, shared an an endurance car together we've known each other since i don't know probably 2012 oh wow even before that but yeah we've always seen eye to eye on certain things and definitely certain people in nasa Mm -hmm. um so yeah i i enjoy racing with him we've we've never bumped and we've had just amazing close racing and um yeah i i enjoy him and a lot of the other guys that we're, we're going there with so yeah, you're right. This does have a, diff- a very different vibe to it. Oh yeah, this is this is racing with friends.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: everyone that is on that list, I have their phone number. I text probably once a month, if not more. So I I don't know, it just it, it feels very different than when I went out to Laguna, and it felt like it's me representing myself versus everyone else that's already kind of friends. And hopefully I get there and make friends. And mm. I mean, I, I did, but it just, it had a, it had a very different feel last time.
0: Oh yeah. The vibes was definitely very, very, um, different. I mean, there was like a re- an actual separation in the group. I feel like at this one, uh, short of like the people that, uh, may have won the lottery and got in the garage spaces. I feel like you guys are all going to be fairly close to each other. <laughs> i hope so yeah that'd be pretty awesome and again uh and hopefully this isn't spoiling anybody uh too much but um it's probably a good idea for anybody who's going with a golden age honda to make sure you have spared rear trailing arms as oh as baker has found out um at laguna those are kind of uh uh, fragile yeah not as strong as they used to be and I, I feel like you know with the amount of performance that people are pushing out there um that's definitely something you want to um be on top of i think i've seen multiple people running uh the golden era hondas uh who have shown like oh look these are some cracks that are happening right where the uh, i think it's like the lower control arm uh, bolts into or the you upper part there or yeah. where
1: the hub um kind of assembly the stuff so oh, yeah. bolts up
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah. those are something that I think everyone and i and again not not trying to uh point one person out or anything like that I think that's just something that i I think you would agree that all golden era Hondas need to um be looking out just like you know wheel bearings uh having play in them like you you want to be looking at that because. Yeah, definitely having those as a spare at, at Nationals. So if you are a guy on Facebook Marketplace that's trying to sell some trailing arms, I would suggest you go to Nationals and see if anybody needs them. <laughs> uh,
1: there's at least three of us that are bringing spare rear trailing arms that I know for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But so yeah, I mean, I think I think we'll have plenty there. But Good. yeah, you're right. That's uh, That was a mistake I made last year. Mm. Um, but luckily we were able to get saved by um some socal guys and yeah keith
0: out. keith uh, helped yep. out with that one so yeah um yeah no that that is uh you know one of the kind of sad things about driving uh golden arrow hondas obviously the performance is still incredibly impressive for what they are and especially with how old they are but you know these are things that um Old, old metal fatigues and you have those stress you know so yeah yeah so for nationals um when do you arrive are you going in there thursday or are you
1: no we'll, we'll get there when on wednesday afternoon wait in line i'm not doing the early entry and then okay. um we'll do we'll practice all day thursday get a dyno in mm-hmm. somewhere in there and um Then the qualifying is on Friday, Mm -hmm. qualifying race on Saturday, and then the main race is uh, Sunday afternoon.
0: So do you think um, the qualifying on Friday is as important, or do you think um, qualifying on uh, Saturday would be the more important one? Yes. Yeah, right? Um, It's hard because – If you have six people that are multiple killers and, you know, you're behind two of them versus trying to get ahead of uh, two of them at at the start of the race, like, it's it's hard. Passing is going to be hard, like you said, because it's single file and whatnot. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, there are places to pass, Mm -hmm. but they, I would say, are not as traditional. Mm Mm-hmm comes to mind um you know like the, the typical turn one going from fifth gear down to bog and third gear and jumping down the middle and having kind of a wide sweeping turn mm-hmm. it, it just doesn't really work that that well because you're you're kind of like bogging fifth coming in and then like downshifting it into fourth and then going and like it's just a small decel and then the next one is a chicane Mm-hmm. So if you like jump on the inside, you're only on the inside for, you know, 50 feet. And then now you're on the outside and they can defend it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's just a little bit more awkward than than the, the typical track layout. Um, but there are some tricky spots that you can like down the end of the back straight is obviously easy, but where you have to time that there's like a couple kinks that are high speed kinks. So it, it's just got some uh, extra features, I would say to to getting passing done. So. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna try to put put decent tires on for um, the at least. Well, only one of the qualifying sessions is all I, I have really money to do, and then um, hopefully that gets us through the qualifying race. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I agree. You don't want to be in like if you're the sixth place guy hoping to get up into first.
0: That's this tall uh, order with, with
1: this group of guys. Yeah, this is gonna be tough.
0: Yeah, and I mean, that That being said, those top six that you have in mind, we're also not ignoring the fact that there are still people behind them that maybe they're not the most competitive uh, driver out there, but they're not going to be slouches, so they're not going to oh. give it up.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't want to dismiss anybody. I, I'm just saying, like, if you tell a crew chief, hey, I need you to watch 14 people's lap times. Yeah. That doesn't work. No. <laughs> so we're, we're going in with, like, in all seriousness, like, normally I would I would say, like, hey, here's two or three people that I really need you to keep an eye on. We are going in with more of the mentality of, I literally need you to watch six people. And I know that sucks, but I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know what, what to say other than that because, like, any of them could be – right there with us or in front of us and i need you to be tracking that so that, that's you know i i am complimenting that many people and and the, the six that you know or the people that are outside that top six could quickly move their way into it's just you know going into it we have to tell the crew chiefs kind of where where to to focus their attention to start
0: yeah i i mean it is not an enviable position to be in that scenario because you know it, it's it's tough. It it is gonna be tough, and again, not taking away from uh, your win over at Laguna, but I feel like, in terms of like the competition and how close it's gonna be, I feel like seconds is not gonna be a good measurement. It's gonna be like no way, yeah, fractions of a second at that point. Which
1: yeah, I, I mean, at pit race at that pit stop. I think there were four of us. I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was within tents mm-hmm. in qualifying. And I think the race, we were always within a second. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was very close all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I, no one had a big advantage. Um, I think the reason that it looked like I was so far out is because the, the other guys, I got a great start. And then the other three guys kind of battled a lot, and that helped me get a little bit of a gap, and then I could just maintain. But if you looked at the lap times, they were all very close the whole time. So, I mean, I left that not super comfortable knowing that they were battling and still running about the same lap time as me in clean air. Because if they just wouldn't have had the battle and the start went a little bit different, I could have, I easily could have just had one of them in front of me and they would have run away. So, uh, yeah, we, we, we knew we had to make some changes and the results didn't necessarily reflect, I think, the actual pace of the cars and, and what we were expecting to happen here, here at Nationals in a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, I mean, th- this is a, kind of a, an interesting point. Um, obviously, two track days are going to have so many different variables in terms of what lap times are going to be perceivable and um, even capable. But I think you know we we are kind of um, ignoring kind of a a interesting variable in there, in that we have a good baseline in terms of how fast the cars were, and from what I understood, it was really good weather. But I don't know if that's going to stay uh, true for. Um, for nationals. I mean, we, we saw in Laguna how I think you, Carlos and everyone literally had the cars up on jack stands, like until the last moment to figure out, are we going to do rains or are we not? I remember yep. you were, you and you and I were having conversations about trying to find uh, some spec me out of people <laughs> to get yep. tires from, because, you know, once you add the rain in there, a lot of strategy changes. And if you're talking about a tight course, um and passing being done you adding rain into the mix would definitely change a lot of those variables yep i mean but we would know that uh front wheel drive will do better uh in the rain so uh, you know too bad for jeremy lucas i'm just kidding <laughs> uh,
1: he may or may not have trashing control though
0: oh that is true that is true because and i mean we kind of know who we're talking about when we're talking about the top six uh drivers that we're looking at but um we all know that all of you guys have some sort of abs system in their vehicles so we know that under braking there's not going to be one uh trying to modulate uh locking up versus one who has abs so yeah i i don't know um obviously uh for extended forecasts that are that far ahead it's going to be really hard and i mean as we saw in laguna where we could literally see the storm coming in as you guys were ready to go out um what do you think would um would happen with rain and how that would affect your um like how people should be driving that track
1: yeah i mean i think at adding the rain into the picture is going to be really interesting because I don't think there have been many NASA races there. I think there have been three. Mm -hmm. No, there's been more than that. But um, every time that they've had it, it's been dry. So Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone has a big advantage in knowing the rain line. Mm -hmm. Um, So you have to kind of figure it out. But you end up touching the curbs a lot at that track, which obviously would change your thoughts on doing that in the rain yeah um and you know most of the people we're talking about that are going to be quick are in some heavier weight car mm-hmm. uh, you know not a lot of people running like a b16a or anything like that so mm-hmm. we're all going to be kind of hauling weight around and trying to contain it mm-hmm. um i think aero plays in a lot though in the mm-hmm. rain um and i think that's you know maybe stronger suited for some of the cars especially you know, like uh, the S2000 that is very limited. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, he has a softer suspension.
0: That so, does help in the rain.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, that is I, I hope that we don't get it. I mean, I, I would, for me, I mean, uh, I know I've said this over and over again. I, I am so, like, kind of excited and at the same time like a little bummed because i genuinely i imagine that the six people that we're talking about are all people that i really like and respect as uh racers and drivers and people that i've had on the podcast and you know um it's it's kind of wild to like see all these people and then you're like well someone's gonna have to win and someone's gonna have to lose so for me i just hope that whatever the outcome is that there's a good race, it's tight, and that at the end, you know, it, the winner out there is the person that crosses the line, and hopefully there's no like major incidents out there. But I I just want a competitive race, and hopefully with that, I think if you race competitively out there, and you know that everybody gave their best shot, that's going to be the best alternative, best um best way to end it so yeah it's it's rough um <laughs> i i know i i'm gonna have so, some biases uh for people and uh definitely some little things have changed uh that you and i were talking about so it's, it's gonna be interesting yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i'll i'll be i'll be honest about this uh because you know i i want to be up front um So you and I were talking about this earlier, um, but I wasn't going to be able to see the Nationals race because NASA put the schedule all the way up there and then uh, Spirit, uh, which is an amazing airline. Hopefully they make it on time. Uh, They um, had my flight uh, kind of moved down, so I wasn't going to be able to see it, and You know, shout out to the guys over in Honda Challenge of Texas. They bought me a ticket, offered me a place to stay for Sunday. So I'll be there for the national championship and uh, calling the race. So, yeah. I I mean, I have to be honest. And, yeah, that might affect uh, a little bit. But I I don't know, man. Like, I I like all of you guys. So, yeah.
1: I think a lot of people would have helped you out.
0: Oh, dude! I I know a lot of people are are probably like going, "Hey, why didn't you reach out to me and uh, offer me a place to uh, to crash?" And I'm I I don't like to bug people. Um, I think you've you've kind of uh, seen the type of personality that I have. I, I don't. I try to be as respectful of all of my all of the people that I talk to and uh, ra- racers that I know. Um, because I know how hard it is to go out there and how focused you guys are on what you're doing. So to have people that uh, you know, care enough uh to offer that kind of help is is kind of wild. But it, it just makes me feel really good um in, in terms of like promoting Honda Challenge and promoting uh all of your guys' regions, despite what's going on with mine. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But So, now that we're kind of talking about, like, little variables and whatnot, I I remember, um, you know, some of the things that happened in Laguna that hopefully we'll make sure don't happen. I think we're going to put some foam around the cupboards in your uh, trailer so that we don't have any more. Holy
1: shit. (laughs) Sorry. I don't know if if this is supposed to not have curse words no up. you're yeah, fine you're geez. fine <laughs> no, Yeah, i'm gonna have the rv so oh, any data know. review will happen in the rv but yeah, i'm not slamming my head and cutting my damn forehead open like <laughs> that
0: holy shit yeah yeah we don't want that to happen anymore all right if there's going to be any like issues let, let's ma- minimize those uh to making them like unforeseeable stuff that you can't prepare for because yeah. yeah that was that was wild Oh man. So aside from that, what are we doing in terms of food? Cause I'm going to be there and you know, I've never been to Pittsburgh. I've never been past Nevada. So, um, it, are, are we getting food afterwards? Are you bringing lunch? Like what's going on?
1: Um, I'm probably not the most social for, uh, bringing food cause I normally bring so many people myself. So mm-hmm. we, we tend to just make our own meals, um, In the RV there, Mm -hmm. which you are more than welcome to come over and have, or anyone else. Um, But I would love to get some sort of uh, you know group barbecue thing going. Oh, for sure. I don't know. That's a great idea. Maybe I should uh, send a a, you know message out to some of the other guys see if anyone like wants to bring a grill and make something more social than just us uh, making microwave meals for ourselves in the (laughs) RV.
0: Yeah, you know, because I would love to have that uh, opportunity, and of course. You know, given the success that we had with the podcast right before the nationals race, um, and before you know, people um, have like that whole kind of like stress and um, just emotions going through. Um, I would love to record with you, with you and a bunch of the Honda Challenge people that are there, so that we can all have like a, a decent uh, recording of, you know, kind of mirror what happened um, at Laguna i wish i had more people there but you know i'm bringing my setup you know spirit airlines is uh, allowing me a a personal bag and i've measured my backpack so i'm bringing all of my podcast stuff and i'm remembering my battery so that i don't have to uh bug people like i did over at laguna (laughs) but um yeah, no, I definitely want to record with you guys, and I know that um, Scott Adams has been uh, reaching out to me, so I might, uh, I don't know how set in stone this is, but I might be part of the NASA broadcast, so I might be going around um, and doing some uh, interviews with Honda Challenge people. So oh, that'd gonna, be great. Yeah, and I am pushing... Pushing really hard to some of the people that I know are involved with the broadcast to make sure to get the freaking start of the race, because Jesus Christ, that was such a bummer from last year.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like we deserve just full broadcast for the for our entire race. Like we are so much in debt
0: for um, coverage. Oh so. yeah. yeah because what was it like it was on until like the third lap that they started mentioning you guys instead of freaking uh the legends card no disrespect to the legends card you guys are pretty cool but still like come on (laughs) yeah i would have loved to have the out video of like you and scott fighting for turn one like that would have been awesome but you know yeah, I, I'm going to give a lot of crap to people um, in at the race quality for sure if uh, there's not good um, coverage of the Honda Challenge, guys. I got your guys' this back right there. I'm, I'm going to be doing my best uh, on my side to promote it, but, yeah, we need to make sure that these guys understand that you know, Honda Challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, you're taking your RV there. You're not taking your truck. Um, no. So I'm guessing the RV is kind of like a small, like, F three fifty uh, setup or how, how, what kind of RV do you got?
1: Um, it's a little bit bigger than that. <laughs> um, I, I think it's 34 feet long.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So yep. it's not one of the van, uh, over, no. over thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, it's yeah,
1: a- so it- it's got the uh, Cummins with the Allison. Ooh. It technically sleeps eleven, but there's no way it really sleeps like uh, you know a couple in the back bunk beds um, for people that aren't super tall. And then it's got um, like a futon up front.
0: Oh, nice! Oh, that's awesome. My my buddies recently uh, did a um, a trip through uh, Japan in a in a small um, K uh, van um and i think it was like five full-grown adults in there so yeah i'm sure yours can sleep 11 if it's 40 feet wide i mean this one was like they could park at a normal parking spot so yeah (laughs) no. so what's your favorite feature of uh your rv because i i mean i know that on slip angle they love talking about rvs and they're kind of the unsung heroes of making sure that you're comfortable and um, nice and cozy when you're out on, on the track. So what's your favorite feature of your RV?
1: Um, I mean, I would say just being able to sleep in you know, in a fully air-conditioned and quiet area, Ooh. especially uh, I'm sure the rumors are out there about how NASA Mid-Atlantic parties late at night, which is great. Mm-hmm. But at some point you want to go to bed and um, you want that party to shut off. And when you were sleeping in a trailer, like I used to do in an aluminum trailer back in the day, mm-hmm. the party never shut down until everyone was done. You could hear every single word that was said. <laughs> so it's nice to be in the RV and take a, take a shower real quick mm-hmm. and um, you know, go back in the bedroom and it'd be insulated and nice and cool. Um, yeah. And like just having the crew chiefs like, be able to jump in a bed that's already made, you know, I'll make them this weekend for the following weekend. Um, you know, the amount of prep that you can do in advance just really Mm -hmm. makes a big difference when you get to the track. Um, you know, and the last thing you want to be doing is like inflating an air mattress, making a bed, Mm -hmm. getting the car out and like cleaning the little oil drips off because that's now where you're going to sleep. Um, you know, it, it just makes a lot of the, distractions go away and, and allows you to focus on like back to the, the things that everyone thinks about, like, Hey, getting the car ready, um, getting a good night's sleep, you know, you're kind of set up for success. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say it, it comes at a cost. I mean, first off, obviously yeah. the thing's not cheap mm-hmm. um, and you know, parking, it sucks. Yeah. You have to be the first one there. You can't be arriving to any track event. You know, like when the gates are already open, Yeah, there's not going to be anywhere for you to go. And that's you why you're plan going out Wednesday.
0: Like, yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, you got to plan out where you're going to stop for gas. You got to plan out where you're going to stop for food,
0: mm-hmm. how the hell you're
1: going to get it out of your driveway. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it does add some pain. But for me, mm-hmm. the most stressful part is once I get to the track, I need all of the stress to go away. If I am going to have stress, I want it to be at home
0: yeah. or on the way to the track yeah definitely uh, decompressing um, and having your own like private space where you can go in there and just kind of decompress, especially given how stressful it's gonna be because to be honest, um, if you don't get a good uh, qualifying spot for on, on Friday, it's gonna trickle into Sunday or Saturday for the yep. quality race. And if you can't make headways on the quality race, on the national race, it, you're just adding more difficulty to it. And it, it's not like you're saying, oh, it's impossible, um, to go through like two or three, uh, racers, but it's going to be damn hard. So yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's interesting. I, I like that idea. Um, you know, I, I know Tomo has uh, mentioned it, how, you know, after, certain races especially when he was in his professional um racing um program that uh he needed to you know decompress especially when things didn't go uh well and it's a great way to kind of bounce back from it instead of having you know to be open and have a lot of the criticism and uncomfortable moments public
1: yeah. if you will yeah and just like data review
0: oh yeah you, know, you can true.
1: have someone sitting at a at a table you're not at like a I don't know, just off the side of your trailer on a Mm -hmm. little TV tray or something like that. Sometimes it's nice to like, Hey, that, that that session didn't go the way we wanted. Let's like get some food going and sit here around the table and on the couch and like sit here in AC and talk about it, you know, not like out in the 90 degree heat or the rain and just adding to the stress. And then people are like, I don't want to fucking be here with you anymore.
0: Yeah, It's nice
1: to at least like put them in a nice setting or, um, you know like i said like to to review data or whatever it's nice to just be comfortable and not Mm -hmm. be in a rush because you're hot in the trailer and you know there's fans blowing and everything like that
0: so i am looking at a weather report and obviously we're looking so far ahead it's kind of in my point of view kind of null and void but it looks like it's going to be uh, low 80s in terms of temperature and they do have a percentage of like up to 20% chance of rain with like southwest uh, winds being in the single digits uh, for the weekend so overall it looks fine but yeah it it, it is so key to have like a comfortable spot and I, I know when I've gone over to like help Carlos especially when they're testing that new boxer that they have um, to be able to go in and be able to see the screen, not have to deal with the glare of the sun, uh, yeah. and review data is is key. I mean, for me, most of most of my uh, upgrades have been using Harbor Freight blankets to cover the car so that I know that it doesn't turn into a sweltering uh, sauna inside. And yeah, little, little things come, you know, they add up. They add up.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, the the sport is pretty stressful. Mm -hmm. So anything you can do to kind of lighten the mood at the track, making things easier, streamlining the process, you know, because it's not like we can go in as early as we want. You know, Mm -hmm. Normally you're getting in at 6 or 7 o'clock, trying to get the car together, get wristbands. Mm -hmm. Everyone wants to be social. So, like, you know, I always say I could go to a track event and have three different versions of me doing three different things and I'd stay busy the whole time. Yeah. You know, so anything you can do to allow yourself to do more of those things, which may involve, you know, getting the car ready more or prepping more um, or, you know, getting to bed a little bit earlier is time very well spent in my eyes.
0: Yeah. And uh, of course, I'm going to be out there um, for the event, um, renting the cheapest vehicle you can at Budget Rent-A-Car, which apparently is a Toyota Tacoma or like vehicle um so if you guys need a part run you know i am more than happy to go to a, an AutoZone or get some sort of weird thing uh from any nearby place for you guys so yeah awesome yeah I, I'll, I'll be i'll be around um i've been told that you know the the area or the paddock area is kind of a uh, big so that you know you got a time and you know Make sure that wherever your parking isn't too far out, although I imagine since I'm going by myself, I might uh, I might be struggling with that one and finding a good spot to park in. So hopefully I can... You can sn- always park by us. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be sneaking around since you got the big old uh, 40-footer there. I, I think I'm going to sneak around and see if I could park that vehicle somewhere nearby you guys or something. I'm sure you got a good spot. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah, because I hear the bathroom uh, situation over there isn't uh, the most ideal if you're parked uh, kind of in the, quote-unquote, uh, auto-X uh, uh, parking.
1: Uh-oh. Yeah, probably not.
0: No, because I, I think they, they might have porta-potties for the event, I imagine. That would be really nice uh, for the people parked out over there. But, um, yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting. So you are for sure staying at the track, not... One of the beautiful local locations of, uh, of Pit Race, right? Correct. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. that. that
1: yeah, was... I mean, I spent all this money on the RV and I'm bringing, you know, three crew people. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spend more money on hotels. I'm going to yeah. take advantage of the investment I made.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's going to be um, a big big deal to to try and keep you and your crew um going out there so um will this be the first time that you see um jeremy lucas since the pit race um event because i or how yeah. often do you guys uh, yeah that was yeah.
1: um that was just what july 21 to 23 so yeah. looking at the little uh trophy here but um, yeah, so I mean, it's only Flexing. been <laughs> what, five weeks now. So, but yeah, I mean, if I if I text Jeremy, I'll get a response in five minutes. He's a uh, he's great at responding and a, mm-hmm. a good friend. So, I, yeah, it'll be it'll be like we, we never left each other. And, you know, hopefully we all end up around each other in the yeah. paddock area. I hope that like where Nav and I are parked because I know he got a he paid for a spot too, you know, okay. too far from anywhere else that that people are parking
0: mm. okay that's good so for sure you and loving does is uh going to be uh, close to each other um i imagine that uh, northeast people are probably going to be doing the same thing um yeah it, it's it's kind of like wild to me that this is the first time i'm going out that far east and it's uh, to pittsburgh i never thought i'd be going out uh, that way but i am super excited to finally see a lot of the people for the first time and see you in person for the second time i mean uh, yeah. you're you're one of the few uh mid-atlantic people that i've actually had real conversations with and walking around in the paddock i'll actually know who you are <laughs> yeah oh man um Northeast people, I've I've not met any single one of them in person yet, so that's that's kind of wild to me.
1: I will say, you know, a lot of uh, I'm thinking of Dylan here in particular. You know, his <laughs> online personality is is a bit loud, maybe um, obnoxious to um, some, but in in person he's very different. So I think uh, you may find kind of a different side of some of the guys than what you have seen online.
0: Yeah, that that's an interesting point, you know, and, you know, I have nothing but love for all of the Honda Challenge racers out there. Uh, obviously, Dylan does pull at my heartstrings for being uh, cost-effective. I am known as, I, I think, uh, between him and I, we're fighting for who's the cheapest Honda Challenge racer uh, title in, in the U.S. Um, I, I think after he's gotten the Penske's uh uh, he he's officially given up that title, though I, I've seen him using uh, silver tape, so I, I feel like we're we're kind of uh, jockeying back and forth there. So yeah, um, <laughs> but um, you, you know, it, it is definitely going to be the first time that I hang out with uh, Dylan, and I I think um, for you, you you actually first had a conversation with me through the podcast and then were able to meet me in, in person. And hopefully I, I at least to me, I feel like I'm pretty consistent. Um, yeah. In, in terms of how I am. Um, but I don't know. Was there something like, you know, that people are like kind of shocked to see when, um, when they meet me or or anything like that. Cause I, I thought about that. I'm like, you know, when you talk to people, you kind of have a mental image of: oh, are they going to be tall? Or are they going to be short? Or whatnot? So I don't know. What was uh, any impression of mine uh, that fed into you, or anything like that? I'm I'm not wording the uh, question well. No, not not that I remember. Oh, okay, no. Yeah, because I I just remember seeing the Integra when I was driving up, and I'm like, I know who that is, and yeah, so. Yeah, it's a memorable looking car. <sighs> yeah, I mean, and it is going to be uh, immortalized in that uh, in that uh, shirt. So, speaking of that, I am going to be doing something. I'm bringing uh, two extra shirts. And what I'm going to be doing is, for one, I'm going to have everybody who competed in the nationals sign the shirt. Obviously, I need to have you sign uh, on your car and of course everybody else sign on their vehicle and the second shirt i'm actually gonna go ahead and raffle off to any listener um as kind of a cool little keepsake because um to me I- i've been doing everything i can to hype this uh competition up and i think it's gonna be a good showing and i hope it, it could be like a nice little piece of memorabilia from everybody who uh, competes
1: yeah, that sounds cool.
0: Yeah, so I'm looking forward to doing that. And, of course, that raffle is going to be for any listener, and I'll try and do the shipping, although uh, I need to be careful with uh, the cost because uh, I have some international listeners, some people from, like, England and Australia and Japan, and I'm just like, uh oh. I mean, they'll go to anybody, but those, those shipping rates are kind of wild. But I'm sure you
1: can make it happen. <laughs>
0: But, yeah, outside of that, uh, Mr. Baker, is there anything else that you wanted to, like, mention uh, for Nationals? Anything that you can give kind of, like, advice to people who are going um, for Nationals for the first time? Uh, Because, obviously, we know the top six contenders were probably there at the pit race, but any little advice that you would give anyone else who's coming up there for the first time? Um,
1: I mean, in general, I would just say if – this is your first nationals feel free to reach out to one of us that has been doing this a while and, you know, ask the right questions or um, at least hook up when we get to the track and make sure you have friends to know like what spares are available and Mm -hmm. um, you know, any kind of help you can get for setting up the car. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I guess just uh, don't be a stranger would be my, my suggestion. You know, this whole thing is supposed to be very social and fun. Mm-hmm. and it you know it's it sucks when you go to the track sometimes and people get kind of segmented and everyone's just focusing on their own program um yeah so i would just say you know try to reach out to other people and ask questions and uh, you know maybe help them in some way but um you know in general i, I think everyone going I, I know all the names and i don't think that there's anyone that hasn't uh you know, at least done really well at some big event before. So I think everyone should understand kind of what they, they're in store for.
0: Yeah, I imagine so. As I look through the list of people there, I, I can't imagine that there's anybody here who is really going to be um, shocked about, um, you know, being at a nationals event. And actually, I don't know. Has Jeremy Lucas won a national event before? No, no. He's also a zero one. Ah, interesting. That's weird. They have his car listed as a BMW 325. Uh, that's some uh, sort of typo.
1: I so he races Specy 30 also.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be positive.
1: surprised if he's racing both.
0: Oh, yeah. That that makes sense that makes sense probably getting more seat time yeah oh interesting yeah um yeah i guess i remember before um at one of these uh event registrations that actually showed it as an s2000 that's what really grabbed my attention i'm like i need to get this person on because i know baker loves the s2000 in uh the honda challenge h2 class Mm. yeah but i don't know i feel like uh in our conversation uh with lucas um he was talking about how the narrow tires in his opinion uh for the s2000 on a short track like that like that of uh pit race were not as big of an advantage or kind of like a hindrance uh to his performance so maybe that's close enough um but I don't know. I don't know. Like you said, um as soon as you start battling, it slows the cars down anyway. So that's gonna be a key factor, I think, is trying to get away from the killers that are around you.
1: Yeah. I mean the other big advantage of the S two thousand is the fifty-fifty weight distribution. So mm-hmm. while while our cars may be quick off the line, you know, give it five or ten minutes, and once our front tires start to get warm warm and we have to tone it back a little bit he does not
0: um, that's that's so, a fair point that's a fair point
1: yeah I, I don't know you know it's one of those where later in the game S 2000 may come into play more but i mean again we'll just have to see and you don't know what the weather's going to be like so mm-hmm. there's a lot of variables here that maybe didn't play out when we were there last month that that's true could definitely be different when we go next month
0: Yeah, and we still have uh, another variable of uh, Brian Shanfield. I think he's driving the uh, 10th Gen. Yeah, uh, 8th Gen. 8th Gen. Okay, okay, okay. There's no 10th Gen? I I swear I saw a 10th Gen um, at the last Ben Ben has a 10th Gen. Okay. Ben Linfield. Great Yeah, Uh, That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, he... I mean, as we've seen, those cars can be pretty... um pretty competitive uh especially at laguna when we saw uh krickenberger um being very competitive in that car but um yeah for some reason at least at the last pit race it didn't seem like that car was um doing pretty well
1: yeah i think it sat for a while which was true for the s2000 as well which is Um, why i don't hold too much uh faith in that those guys are gonna necessarily have a similar result this time
0: you know, that is true.
1: I, I got the feeling that they sat for i think he said since 2019 so oh that's wow like four years wow and then, um you know they they wiped the dust off of them found a bunch of loose stuff and lines disconnected and <laughs> you know that was kind of the shakedown event while they're racing guys who have been racing you know that's since the then the, the entire yeah. time so yeah i i wasn't too surprised that they they looked a little bit weaker than usual but i would imagine that they'll sort their stuff out between the and um, nationals.
0: So I think um, if I'm getting a good takeaway from, from this conversation is that all the lap times that we saw at, at the last pit race, it's more than likely that we're going to see faster lap times at nationals mm-hmm. and especially uh, when we're looking at quality and race quality which I think um are going to be very very um critical uh for the national Not World. sure
1: cuz it was pretty cool on some of those mornings like it was oh, you know like low true. 70s and dry Oh um, that is
0: true and we did just talk about the temperatures being in the low 80s Right so So
1: I, mm-hmm. I don't know you know beginning of September could be a little bit warmer than it was in July
0: mhm mm-hmm.
1: so I'm not sure
0: Huh. But I imagine that the performance of the vehicles won't be any less than what we saw at the uh, pit race crossover event. So,
1: Probably not.
0: Yeah. So Lucas and, uh, um, like you were saying, Ben Linfield are, are probably going to be a little bit more racy than they were at that event, um, given uh, what you shared right there. So, yeah, um, we still have... Uh, Patrick Brunson, who's going to be representing Texas, who's going to be really interesting to see. I know, uh, Scott has hyped him up for me. Um, he seems like a very competent driver. I don't know. He's going to be driving the RSX that you've faced. Um, so I think you know that car fairly well. Um, but with a different driver, like you said, uh, driver is a big, uh, variable out at, um, pit race so it's going to be interesting i'm i'm so hyped i'm so excited for it and yeah man i i'm i'm hoping that everybody there has a great result and you guys can all hang your hats on uh going out there knowing that you gave it your all
1: yeah me too Mm -hmm.
0: i i guess with that said unless you have something else uh we got a good podcast here all right um and with that guys i will See you next Monday.